How's it going, all of our human beings? Welcome back to another episode of What's the Biz with Adam and Liz. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm your other host, Liz. If you enjoy podcasts where uh, we're afraid that we got food poisoning, well, you're in the right spot because that's what we're going to give you for the next hour or so. Or so. Literally just got done eating sushi that I made for the very first time. Yeah. I was always afraid to make sushi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did it. You did it. And now we're just waiting for the results. We're waiting to see if we use the right fish. <laughs> yeah. I did my research. Yeah. I trust you. I think we'll be fine. Yeah. I did my research. I watched a lot of videos. I've always wanted to attempt at sushi. Yeah. But uh, I did it for the first time and it was good. It was good. I would say that my first sushi tasted like your average, like, local. Chi- yeah, Chinese buffet sushi. Yeah. Like, it was just yeah, like. Yeah, it wasn't a sushi restaurant. No. But it was still good. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. Like, in my opinion, I was like eating. I was like, yeah, this is like a sushi buffet. It was better than the last time we went downtown for sushi. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I don't know what was wrong with that sushi that night, but it was not good. Yeah. It's not good. But hopefully it didn't poison us. We'll find out at probably 2 a.m. this morning. Yeah. So I did, I did like do the research. Like apparently all tuna is fine Mm -hmm. to do raw. Uh, With salmon, you want to do farm raised salmon Mm -hmm. because um, the wild caught uh, apparently has bacteria into it, whereas farm raised will not have that same bacteria. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so I did it. Sushi. Mm-hmm. Let's find out if we're dying. Woohoo. Even though I have work tomorrow. Well. And the next day and the next day after that. But then you're off. Then I'm off. So yeah. So um a little bit. Uh so after that sushi, I have a little bit of an album update. You have fun with that. Yes. I did. Good. I'm glad. Thanks. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> album updates. Um, listen, you're going to hear this and you're like, oh, why? Adam, you're just, why? Why do you even fight it anymore? And I know. I know. It's very on brand. And I even sat down Liz this morning. I was like, listen, I know it's very on brand of me to make this kind of move. But I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. So I just recently launched on Spotify Caster Garden. Yeah. So that is my uh, lo-fi project that I'm doing just for fun while I make the album for Adam Evolt. Mm -hmm. And um, and, and it's coming well. Like I I released two tracks so far and they're both Christmas ones. And um, even while I was making a lo-fi beat, I was like, oh, I can use this for the Adam Evolt project. Mm-hmm. So like my main one. So that that's what I, what I want to do this lo-fi project for is it's kind of like go to it, have some fun, creativity and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not take it too seriously. You know, not really do anything big with it. Yeah. You know, kind of just be silly. I'm writing an EP for it. Yeah. I don't listen, I write two singles and then I'm just like, oh my God. This can be an EP. And I'm like, no, no. I'm like, so it's so on brand for me to just like make yeah. a couple singles and be like, get obsessed. <laughs> yeah. Like I could, I could, I could build off of this. I'm like, yeah, damn it, Adam. So, but I'm not complaining <laughs> because what type of EP is it? 
it is going to be the first annual Castle Garden Christmas special. Yay, Christmas. It is going to be a Christmas EP, and I already have um, some plans for it. I'm going to put the two singles that I have already out, which is Hey There, Santa, and uh, the upcoming single, which by the time this comes out, it comes out um, December 8th. It, mm. it's, it's coming on Spotify December 8th, which is Wednesday or Thursday, probably, maybe. I don't know. Uh, let me find out. Let me do a calendar. I think the 8th is Thursday. A Thursday. So December 8th is when the next uh, uh, single drops, which is Drop the Biscuit. Yeah. So, which Jingle All the Way is my favorite movie, like Christmas movie mm -hmm. ever now. Like, I'm obsessed with yeah. it. So, I did a scene with it in lo fi, really cool. I loved it. So, I'm going to include those two um, singles into the EP. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to make three, maybe four, but three um, new singles. And I already mm -hmm. have plans of what I'm going to do. Yeah. But it's going to be like a Christmas special. Yeah. Like it's it's going to be like I, I I already contacted the people that I want to work with on this. Yeah. So it's it's not going to be like the big project like Essence of Life is. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not going to be like Essence of Life. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be fun, goofy, just kind of like sitting around and like hey, it's a Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing why I'm stupid is because I want this EP out before Christmas, seeing as it's a Christmas EP, Yeah. Uh, which is, so I'm huh, recording this on December 3rd, so uh, Christmas is, oh my God. It's three weeks from Christmas Eve. Kill me. Oh my God. So I, um, yeah, one, two... Yeah, three weeks away. So I got to make this EP in like a couple weeks. Yeah. I, listen, do I hate myself? Yes. Is this <laughs> proof that I hate myself? Absolutely, I do. Uh, but the plans I have for it, it's pretty simple. Mm -hmm. Those two tracks that I put out for the lo-fi took me a day. Mm -hmm. Like, if that, like, in terms of like hours put into it, it took me like an afternoon. Yeah. Um. That's what's good about lo-fi, especially this project. Like, it's not, like, super cinematic. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of, like, flowing, good, just kind of, like, feel-good kind of stuff. And I, I'm pretty confident I can put out a yeah. CP in, like, less than two weeks. Yeah. So, uh, but I have a plan. I don't want to say what the plan is just to spoil anything. Yeah. Um, Especially the last track. Yeah, don't do it. I'm not going to spoil it. Fight your urge. I'm not going to spoil it, but... The last track I'm very looking I'm looking forward to this. Yes. And the person I'm working with on this, I'm I'm looking forward to yeah. this particular one. So uh yeah, so the first annual Cast a Garden Christmas special coming out before Christmas. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty calm. Okay, so it might come out on Christmas Eve, but it'll be out before Christmas. <laughs> I'm thinking literally if I used my time rights, mm -hmm. I could get it done this week. Yeah, probably. Like I literally could get it done this week. Yeah. Um, I'm going to remaster uh, Hey There Santa since I have the new monitors now. Yeah. Because the, the latest track sounds so good. Yeah. Because I have the monitors. So I'm going to remaster Hey There Santa. I'm going to take off Hey There Santa from my Spotify and put it onto the album. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so... 
I am very confident that I can get this album out. Like I'm. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can. I can. If do not this. this week, then next week, I would say. Yeah, I I have a plan. Um, the partners have said yes, and I'm good to go. Yeah. I'm I'm confident if I use my time right, there'll be no problem. Yeah. So. Uh yeah, that's my album update. Yeah. <sighs> I hate myself. I know. Why I'm do sorry. I? Why do I do this? I don't know. I, d- I do something not to take something seriously, and then I take it seriously. It's really just your personality. I know. You you kind of just like to obsess over things. Yeah. It's but, just who you are. But this album is going to be good. It is. It is. It, and that's the thing. It's like, it might, you Like, know, you heard my plans, and you're just like, that sounds good. It does. I mean, and it's Christmas, so I don't care what you do. If it involves Christmas, I'm happy. Yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> but no, it's just your personality. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of Christmas time. Well, first, let's do my update before we get into that. Story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. as you all know, I have been fasting. Yeah. Um. So, I've been doing intermittent fasting where I um fast for 16 hours and eat for eight. Yes. I don't eat for eight straight hours. I wake up. I have um, a little Mio energy boost and some granola bites. Yeah. And then I do yoga and then I don't eat again. Um, well, I have two pieces of seaweed at lunch yeah. with some Mio vitamin drink. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have a full meal until dinner, eat dinner. And then I have like a snack before bed before. Usually I try and get it in before eight o'clock. Yeah. I'm supposed to stop eating. Um, and that's basically what I eat every day. Sometimes on the weekends, I don't like it. Or if I'm really hungry, I might have like a celery stick with um, peanut butter. And I lost some weight. And then I gained a little bit last time during my period, which I kind of chalked up to just bloating. Yeah. Um, But today I weighed myself. And so to say, when I started, which I thought I started at 160 pounds, I actually started at 165 pounds. Um, And then I had gained that. I had lost that five pounds really quick Mm -hmm. because my... Plateau weight is 160, like yes. between 160 and 161, 162. Like those are where I usually like fluctuate between. Um, so when I lost first five, I was like, oh, that was just like residual weight that I'd gained because we had like a big breakfast. Like we had, sure. had done like a big meal and stuff and we ate a lot the weekend before. So it's like that doesn't count. And then I had got to 160 and I was like losing a pound or two. And then I gained a little bit on my period um, and so I wasn't expecting, I, and last weekend, I think when I weighed myself, I was 158. So yeah. I'd lost a pound that week. And so I was expecting to be like 157 yeah. this week. Like I wasn't expecting a lot. I wasn't really thinking about it. I just kind of did it because I knew I needed to weigh myself today. So I weighed myself and I was 155. Ooh. And I was like, oh my gosh, I lost. I'm like, I was like, I remember when I first started, I was like, if I get to 155, I'll be happy mm-hmm. because I've never been out of the 160 range. Yeah. I am now, I could go more or less, you know, and I like that. I was like, I, I never thought I'd get to 155. So I was very happy. And I was like, oh, you know, I should take pictures so that when I reach my goal, mm-hmm. I can see the progression. So I took my pictures and I was like, I want to see it next to my original pictures. And I looked at my original pictures and I put it next to my current picture. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I didn't think it looked that bad. Like, I, I don't, because, like, when I look at myself, I don't see that big of a difference. I still see a belly that people could mistake for early pregnancy. I don't have great body. In case y'all haven't noticed, I don't have great body images, like, things. 
but I like I don't I don't see a big difference. Right. So when I saw the next to you, I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. Like it's a big difference that 10 pounds. Like, and I'm wearing like different clothes in each picture, but like even with that, you can still see the significant difference. Um, so I was very happy today and i think i kind of figured out a key because i before i started i was like looking up a bunch of fasting stuff yeah and they had said that like your body's feeding on like the fats it's important when you're fasting that you're still eating like those fats and salts and the way i interpret it don't take any take all everything i say with a grain of salt because i don't understand human biology or science or anything not great at it yeah but the way i think of it is i have to be giving myself some sort of fat and salt during the day to kickstart the process of eating it. And then my body will break down what I ate, but it'll continue breaking down past what I've eaten, which is what's breaking down the fat. Yeah. Um, so that's why like the other day I was fine mentally when I had, I had a celery stick with peanut butter with my lunch of seaweed. Cause I was like, all right, so the, there it's getting the pe- the fat from the peanut butter, the salt from the peanut butter mm-hmm. to help kickstart that breakdown. So like, I'm okay when I have a little bit of something before dinner um, because I figured that's helping and it clearly does because that's what I did this week and I lost a bunch of weight. And that was after on Friday, I baked a lot of cookies. I ate a whole lot of cookie dough. Yeah. And then I had a gingerbread bite, a sugar cookie bite and a chocolate chip cookie. And then at night I had a whole gingerbread man covered in icing I had a whole sugar cookie and a whole chocolate chip cookie. And I still woke up and was 155 pounds. So. Yeah. I am really happy. Yeah. I'm happy that I found a way to still eat my desserts at Christmas. Yeah. And still lose weight. And I honestly, like, I I am still an advocate of do what's right for you. Mm-hmm. There are going to be people who might hear this and be like, oh my gosh, I try intermittent fasting. But it might not work for you. It works for me, and I think it has a lot to do with my... You were even hesitant in the first place to try I was, and I didn't, and honestly, I'm so, like, negative about diets and weight and everything because I've tried, like, you've seen me try Mm -hmm. so many different things to try and lose weight the last, like, four years. Yeah. And nothing has worked. Like, this is the first time I've seen results in years. So I am very happy, but it might not be right for everyone. For me, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I do have a potential to get diabetes and this is supposed to help prevent that. So I think my body reacts to the fasting in the good way because of its tendency that it could, that I could have diabetes. You know what I mean? Like it's breaking down what it should because of Mm -hmm. my body type, my, you know, everything. Um, So hopefully this also helps me prevent getting diabetes early if i can not get diabetes till like i'm 50 yeah i'll be happy i would like to push it off till i'm 70 but i don't see that happening yeah because i like chocolate a lot a lot a lot lot. i love like i honestly it's been a struggle today not to eat cookies because i'm an emotional eater and i would really like cookies but i didn't no you saw my first cookie when you were making dinner yeah my first cookie today and it was tiny. It was a bite-sized cookie. Yeah. Speaking of Christmas, now we can move on to what? Yeah. <laughs> what inspired us to start recording tonight? Um, I'm still also very excited for my my EP. <laughs> you should be. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. But yeah, no, like speaking of Christmas, yeah, no, like, so we are now, what, six years into March? 
Yeah, we've been married for six years. Yeah, so when everybody asks me, like, oh, how long have you been married? Because we've been together for 13 years, mm-hmm. I have to separate, okay, when was dating? Okay, we stopped. We graduated from dating into marriage of seven and a half years. Yeah. And so then I was like, okay, doing the math here. But yeah, like I know we've been together for 13 years, but then yeah. they asked like, oh. How long have uh, you been married is a different number. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been together for 13 years. But like being married for six years, you know, comes the um, comes the desire, I guess, to have kids. Yeah. Which we got to a year into marriage. Yeah. And still nothing has happened. Yeah. We've been trying for five years. And... Yeah, I now, mean, you now we use the term trying lightly because we don't follow a program or yeah. a system, but we've been having unprotected sex for five years with zero results. Yeah. And that's just not possible. Well, for I most mean, we've people. gotten results. Yeah. Like we got I I give results. No child results. Oh, no Wink. results of what sex is biologically meant to do. Wink. No. I, I didn't wink. wink. You didn't wink, but you're saying wink. I didn't say wink. Yeah, wink. you did. I didn't. Just I did. I've never said. We don't need to talk about this. Wink. I didn't. Anyway. But like, yeah, no, like it, it, it's pretty. I don't know. I know there's there's people that say like, oh, you can go to the doctor and you can get treatment. I'm like, do you know how much, much that costs? There yeah. are women. Let me explain to people. I don't know if we've talked about this part before. There are women. So I'm. In a infertility group. So I know a lot about what other people do, even though we haven't really seen anyone for assistance yet. Yeah. I I know a lot of women who have. There are women who go to other countries because it's cheaper for them to buy a ticket to mm-hmm. go all the way to Italy, pay to stay in Italy for like three months mm-hmm. to get fertility treatments and get pregnant in Italy and fly back. It is cheaper for them to do all that than to do infertility treatments in the in America. Yeah. Like, it is an astronomical amount. And then other people will say, well, then why don't you adopt? Guess what? It yeah. costs nearly as much to adopt. Yeah. And yes, a lot of the time, the government will refund you your money in tax during tax time. Like, there are a lot of things in taxes that you will get back when going through adoption. Yeah. You can get a lot of those fees back and a lot of employee programs. Like my company has some sort of adoption assistance program. Yeah. But the thing is your out of pocket cost is still an astronomical amount at times. Yeah. Like I know that it's frowned upon, but we really want a baby mm-hmm. and I would love to foster and I would still take in a five to 13 year old kid. I don't care. Yeah. But at one point I want a baby in my life. Mm-hmm. And I would like, preferably, to give birth to that baby. Preferably. Preferably. But if the time comes where a doctor says, listen, it's not going to happen for you two biologically and you guys can't conceive. Okay, fine. I still want to adopt a baby. I want to adopt an infant. Yeah. You know. But, like, um, I think it's just harder for us to think about it because it's Christmas now. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Christmas is fun up until you're maybe... 23 25 somewhere around there and then don't you stop living with your parents and yeah buy you all your christmas gifts yeah and then <laughs> christmas becomes not not just another day but it becomes uh it becomes a different context i would say especially when you get to a point where your friends are having kids yeah you have a lot of kids in your life like i have a niece and a nephew mm-hmm. 
my our friend from college have a kid. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of friends with kids. Yeah. And it's just really difficult to see them posting first Christmases and pregnancy announcements and mm. kids in their footy pajamas on Christmas. Yeah. When you, in theory, could have a five-year-old right now. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's just kind of like you want to have that parent-to-child, like, Christmas mm -hmm. Like feeling like you want to surprise your kids. You want your kids to like believe in Santa and all yeah. that. And yet it's not there for you. And it's just like, I feel like every year around this time is just kind of like, we're excited for Christmas. But it's also like that hint of depression and yeah sadness. And just like, I, I want to surprise a kid. I want to just like, you want to do the whole Christmas tree, but like Santa decorates. Yeah. I, so my parents, there is a lot growing up that my parents didn't get right, mm -hmm. but they got Christmas spot on. I will never say my parents didn't get the perfect Christmas down. Yeah. Um, they, every good present the are the thing in my family. So what my parents did was all the fun presents were from Santa. My yeah. pa the presents from my parents addressed from my parents were socks and underwear. Yeah. Everything else was from Santa. All the toys, all the books, all the fun things, the stocking, everything was from Santa. Mm -hmm. And Santa decorated the tree. Um, so when we went to bed, that tree was bare and dark and ugly. And when we woke up, it was sparkly and magical and lit up and beautiful with mm -hmm. presents. It was magical. My parents got the magic of Santa down so well and yeah. i want to give that to my kids i want it so bad yeah and i don't have a kid so i decorate my tree by myself and i bake cookies by myself and that's not to say anything against adam adam's at work yeah and he doesn't enjoy it i don't so it wouldn't be as fun but when you're decorating a house with a kid and getting their pump for santa and baking cookies and they decorate a cookie that they're gonna save and put aside because that's gonna be santa's cookie because mm -hmm. i did that yeah and it's just magical, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just so adorable to see that. And you buy them the little Christmas pajamas. They wiggle around and they have their little squishy, noisy diaper going on in there. And it's just adorable watching them climb up the stairs. Squishy, noisy diaper. Diapers make this noise when they waddle. I know. But and it's, it's just like... so cute. And it smells like powder. Yeah. Until they poop in it. But you know what I mean? Like it's That's just why adorable. I thought like when he said squishy, no, I was I like, I don't want to be squishy. Like the, it's so puffy and you can tell that there's a diaper under their pajamas. Yeah. And it's just so cute because it looks so uncomfortable. Yeah. But it's so cute seeing them in their little booty pajamas and they just are so excited mm -hmm. for Santa to come. I know. And it's just like, it, it kind of sucks whenever somebody asks like, when when's the kids coming around? Oh, what are you going to have kids? I'm like, I'm trying. Yeah. Like... I don't know. It's just kind of like it sucks when people like say it too, especially yeah. around this time. Mm -hmm. It's like I want to be struggling with money because of a kid. Yeah. I'd love to go into debt so I can buy my kid 20 presents at Christmas. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's just kind of like, I don't know. It's hard in that way to like view this time of year mm -hmm. where you're not you're not pregnant and you're, yeah. you don't have a kid. And we've been trying for five years. We could have had a five-year-old at this point. And well, they'd be four. Because even if we got pregnant when we first started. Yeah. But it's just they'd still. Be four. I know. It's just still kind of like. It's rough. And then on top of it, on my end, mm -hmm. it's around the time for my period. Yeah. And 
every year during this time because we have Christmas, we have your birthday, we have Valentine's Day, we have our dating anniversary. And I just always think like, well, what if we got pregnant this month and I could surprise them? I could trick them into thinking I got my period and hold off and tell them on Christmas morning, get them a special present that yeah. says like, Merry Christmas, Daddy. I'll see you next year or something, something adorable or like just don't get, use the get, term daddy, though. You know what I mean? I like. I, oh, I know what you mean, girl. Shut up. Okay. But like, get you something that tells you you're going to be a dad on Christmas morning. Yeah. You know, and I would love that. I've I've loved it every year. The first year we started trying, mm-hmm. when I got you the grill, I wanted to be pregnant so bad because I was going to put something inside the grill. You were going to put a baby in the grill? Holy crap! How would I have a whole baby without I you don't knowing? Know. I was going to put a magic present. Christmas magic. I was going to put a surprise in the grill. Like a that, baby. Oh my God. I'm not talking anymore. Yeah, you are. It's a podcast. <sighs> you know, the girls at work do the same thing to me. They're like, yeah, they, but I live with you 24 seven. I know. I tell, I tell them all I'm the time. I'm a lot like, more patience than them. I tell them all the time, like try to be my wife for a day. They're like, no, thank you. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. They go but like, like just the, the idea of, can I please finish a thought? I know, but I was going to say the story about when I dangled the picture in front of them. What? So there was the one time where, like, I needed beer to do oh, the beer batter. Yeah. And I'm, like, jangling the, the mug. I'm like, mm. And I would, like, bang it. They like, mm. And they, they, they looked right at me. And you know what they said to me? Yeah, I girls? do. They said, use your words, Adam. I was like, ugh. <laughs> they're like use your words beer and they said there you go i was like mm. and and then they got me the beer yeah it was a struggle for me yeah you're the person i want to raise a child with yeah <laughs> this isn't a great time to share that story <laughs> beer anyway i am a child i know yeah, what? Are you going to deny it? No. Okay, then. Yeah. Anyway, but you know what I mean? It's like when I have my period around this time of year and it's like, oh, I could. Yeah. I could be pregnant and then I can surprise them. And I get myself all excited. I don't know how I do that after five years, but I get myself all excited thinking about the potential and then I get my period and I get really freaking depressed. Yeah. And it sucks. And it's on top of that, like I said, with our age, other people are getting pregnant who, you know, are younger than us or just got married and just started trying and got pregnant. My best friend's getting married in a year, and I just imagine her getting pregnant. I'm going to be so happy for her and so sad. Yeah. And it just sucks. Yeah. This time of year sucks a little bit. And every time I think about watching Christmas movies, it's like, I don't really feel like it. Yeah. Which has a lot to do with the rest of this year. But on top of it, it's watching children on tv yeah i you know, know. And it's just like watching christmas movies it's like the majority of christmas movies are made for exactly and it's like i want to show our kids like our favorite christmas movies yeah and i think it also goes into like watching the new christmas story movie mm-hmm. because it is really on the perspective of an adult mm-hmm. trying to raise his kids when he himself was a kid on christmas like yeah oh i want to have the christmas that i had yeah but then you start to find out, like, as a parent, no, they struggle, too. Yeah. 
Like they all struggled. And it's just like you're not new to this. Like they they try to give you like your parents tried to give you the the Christmas that their parents gave you mm-hmm. and then they realized so it's like a never ending cycle. Yeah. And I want that context, but we we don't. Yeah. Um I'm not trying to pout or anything because Santa's watching me. You know, better not pout. I'm telling you why. Yeah. Because Santa Claus is outside your window watching That's you weird. sleep. That's really weird. I it is weird. That's how I tell them. But yeah, like this year, I don't know. It's like I haven't been in the mood to watch Christmas movies by myself. Like I really just kind of want to watch them with you. Yeah. Like I don't know. I just every time I buy myself, I'm like, yeah, I could, but I don't care. Yeah. I just been watching Grey's Anatomy. <sighs> We're gonna watch Jingle All the Way for the second time though. Yes. Yeah. Because um because of your song. I said when you finished the song, we could watch it. Yeah. But then I made cookies and you wanted to wait to watch it. Mm-hmm. with cookies with cookies because like my song is about the cookie one the, the, cookie it's a, scene. the cookie scene i'm very proud of that song it's a good song you should be proud of it which is why we're watching it for a second time instead of watching one of the grinches yeah or national lampoon or the santa claus i don't mean to change the subject too much but can i just quick play in case people haven't heard it yet i just want to quick play my my favorite part and i keep repeating it over and over like this one the the one time where he says put the cookie down now mm-hmm. and i am so very proud of the transition that i put in and the delay effects that i had i was just like oh my god like i can actually mix music now Like I keep repeating that and just it's the very good. And I was there when you made that part. I know you were there and I was like, oh my God, that's perfect. I was just like, like insane over the moon. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, holy shit. Like, and here's the thing. And I know we're, we're going to go back to kids yeah. for, in a second, but like if you're mixing music, stop being stubborn. Like I was, I was so stubborn. Like, I can do it. I can mix music on a $15 speaker. I can do it. And literally the first song, the very first song that I produced using my $65 um, speakers, literally the first song. Mm-hmm. And it comes out. I, I won't say perfect. I definitely won't say perfect, yeah. but it comes out professional sounding. Yeah, definitely. And I'm just like, like literally the first song. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, okay, I At can't. At least you know it wasn't you now. Yeah, no, like when I, when I listen to uh, Hey There Santa, which I, I complain all the time, mm-hmm. like, why does it sound so bassy? And then I heard the bass tones that I could have toned yeah. down. And I'm like, oh my God, which is why I'm going to remaster Hey There Santa for the EP. Cause now I have mm-hmm. actual good speakers. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm just like, crap, I could have made Essence of Life so much better. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm not going to remaster Essence of Life, not until at least the five-year anniversary. 
because there could be other things I learned about mixing yeah. within five years. You don't years. want to rush it. Exactly. So like I remaster it now and then five years from now, I'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, I could have done this. And then like it could have been better. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't be giving it the Skyrim t- treatment where it's like, oh, the next edition of Essence of Life. Yeah. So maybe in five years yeah. after I've really learned mixing. Yeah, definitely. Like I'll definitely remaster mm-hmm. Essence of Life. Um, but for now. You know, anyways, yeah. uh, but going back to kids, uh, I've been saying to Liz, like, even so, like, like even going to music, I, I, I think the reason why, like, I'm so focused on the quote unquote making it yeah. in music and becoming a big star, like scientific. Just becoming like self-sufficient doing music. I just want to, like, give my kids a good life. Yeah. Like, that's my priority. And I said this before on the podcast where it's just, like, like my entire focus is on Liz and our kids someday, hopefully. Mm-hmm. You know, my, like, everything that I do in my life is because, like, I want to give Liz a better life. I want to give our kids a better life. Um, And, and that's the thing. Like, I'm... I'm pursuing this not because like, oh, I have to, but like, I don't know. I've seen parents all the time where they, they just gave up on their dreams and they become bitter. Not yeah. to say I would would become bitter if I never made it because I'm still no. doing chefing and I'm very good yeah. at chefing. And as we've discussed before, kids are part of our dream. Yeah. That's why we've been trying for five years. It's part of the future we see for ourselves. So if that's the only part that comes true, we're yeah. fine with that. Exactly. So but it's, it's like, the same reason why I want to get my real estate license. That can afford us a comfortable life for our kids. Our kids aren't going to see us worry about money and worry about asking us for something because they think we don't have the money. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to say this like I'm trying to become famous so my kids will have better life because there's so many people who are famous that they never see their kids. Mm-hmm. Um. I just want to give that better life. Yeah, your goal isn't to become famous. Your goal is to just be able to make money doing music. Yeah. To do music full time. Exactly. Not to become famous and be on tour all year. Exactly. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't really sleep well last night. No, you didn't. No, I had to carry a drunk man home last night. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I did a, a long shift yesterday and then I didn't really sleep well because I was also drinking. So, yeah. and then I had to carry a guy home who threatened to fight me. Mm-hmm. Now I was like, sir, uh, you are at least a foot shorter than me and mm-hmm. I could take you down right now, here and now. I almost fought him too. Yeah. Like he's like saying like, he's like, you, you're fucking shithead. I'm like, just say to me, like I literally said like, like, mm-hmm. what do you just say to me, man? And then he goes like, you're shithead. I'm like, do you want to? And then, like, I, before I said the sentence, I'm like, he's drunk, Adam? You chill. Yeah. Like, you're close to drunk? Chill. Like You both need to chill. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. We're, I'm not going to pay attention anymore. Yeah. Um, and then I carried him home. Yeah. So there's that. But, yeah, so um, what was I saying with that? We were talking about kids and you're doing music. 
Yeah, and then drunk. But yeah, no, like I'm I like what I do in my full time job. Mm-hmm. I like it. And that's the thing. It's like I wanna make it in music because I enjoy it. It's my dream and mm-hmm. it's been my dream since I was a kid. Um if a very, very young. Um, at least since I was like eleven or twelve, maybe. Yeah. Um but yeah, so but if I if I just make it as a chef, I've been cooking since I was eleven or twelve. Yeah. So that's the thing, is it's like I don't know. You can support your family on that, and that's all that matters. But I just want to give a good life for our family. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's Mm -hmm. all I'm ever focused on is just doing that. Every year around this time, I start considering seeing a doctor for fertility stuff, at least on my side. Mm -hmm. And then I never do. Yeah. Then I'll go over, and they'll be like, sir, you're not fertile? And I'm like, no. And then they'll point and laugh like, hey, Janine, get in here. And then the and the Janine will be like, what's wrong, doctor? This man's dick doesn't work. And then they'll point and they'll laugh. And then they're like, hey, get Harold in here. Like, Harold. But see, so the problem is, is that we are relatively confident that it's on your side. And then, yeah, Based Harold will bring someone in. I am explaining the reality side. I'm also this, too. This other world you've decided. And Harold will pull my pants down no. and then just like look at it and they'll That's be like. not how any of it works. Like, look, it's broken. It's not how any of it works. I'm pretty sure. No. no. I'm almost certain. All you have to do is jizz in a cup yeah. and then they analyze your sperm. And then they analyze it like, hey, Janine, get in here. And they'll be like, what? Janine, look, this man, sperm don't work. And then she'll bring in Harold, and then Harold will laugh, and then Harold will pull my pants down. And then, Can I get to the actual complication now? And then he'll spill the cup. <laughs> I'm going to spill the cup on your head. <laughs> no. And you'll have your own sperm in your head. How do you feel about that? Sticky. Yeah, and disgusting and yeah. smelly. I'm a child. I'm I know. So, I'm sorry. Anyway. Yeah. So the, we're relatively confident. I still believe it could be some things on my side because I have a lot of health problems. Yeah. In that general area. Yeah. I that know. Could, that, could be fact, that could be symptoms of something wrong. But we are relatively confident because of your history on your side. Yeah. Um, but the problem is... We don't have health care for you. Yeah. We have dental and vision for you. But for you to have health care with my company, it would still be a nice chunk out of all my paychecks. Which not that we couldn't afford, but it would also mean less money for us in the rest of life. Yeah. Um, And you need to be covered to get your sperm analyzed and yeah. tested and... I don't know when we do treatments what needs to be on your side. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, we don't know. So, but every year at this time, I'm just like, should I get, at least go get myself tested? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. And it's the fact, and it's, then there's money because that testing costs money and my deductible is really high. So how much am I going to have to pay for that out of pocket? Yeah. I don't have to call the insurance company and then I talk to the insurance company. I don't like talking to the insurance company. I talk to vehicle insurance companies all day. I don't want to talk to one of those idiots when it comes to my health care. Yeah. <sighs> but at the same time, our life is fine even without kids. Yes. Our life is fine and enjoyable and we have a good life. Yeah. 
it's just this time of year, it's very apparent to us how depressing it gets. Yeah. Um, it yeah. sucks. Yeah. But at the same time, there's still joy in this time. Also, when people stare at us when we go to the zoo without a kid. They yeah. Think that's weird. Yeah. Even though the two of us just like animals. Yeah. But our zoo is very small. And, and they has stare. a lot of toddlers. And they look at us. Yeah. It sucks. Like, I, I am going to use that toddler for an excuse to go to my favorite spots. Like, oh, you're coming in with a kid? I'm like, yes, with my child. For the child. For the child. <laughs> yes, I'm going to Chuck E. Cheese with my child that I'm going to lose within two minutes. Because <laughs> daddy's in the ball pit. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's the thing. I will lose my kid because I just use him as a ticket. Like, later, sucker. But like, I, we don't go to, like, a lot of festivals here because it's like, oh, it's marketed to families, which is fine. We live in a very young family area. Yeah. It makes sense to market everything to young families. But when you're an infertile couple going to these events, it's like, well, we don't need a spot at the front because we don't have a kid. Yeah. But we want a spot at the front because we are children at heart. I know. Um. But then we feel bad because we do know there are kids there that want mm-hmm. a spot at the front. And then people stare at us for going. Yeah. So it's a really complicated. It's fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. But it is what it is, though. Yeah. You know, we're focused on our own dreams. You know, we don't yeah. need kids for those we dreams. We spoil each other at Christmas. Yeah. And we're going to go take ugly sweater Christmas photos for our Christmas card. Mm-hmm. Slash. Took- Album cover. Slash album cover. Are you going to bring a shirt change or are you just I'm just wearing that ugly sweater that I bought you? Yeah, I'm going to bring my um my mini, mini synthesizer with mm-hmm. me in a backpack and I'll just like have that with me. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I think yeah. it'll be fun. But yeah, so tomorrow I'm going out and getting us ugly sweaters from Walmart. Yeah. Um, And then we're going to go either Monday or Wednesday to take photos at Selfie World because they have yeah. Christmas backgrounds and all the other backgrounds. Um. A Christmas background so that I can make Christmas cards and send them out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm excited to have an ugly Christmas because most of the women's ugly Christmas sweaters at Walmart come with headbands. Yeah. So I'm excited for a headband. But yeah. Yeah. So it'll be nice. Yeah. And I'll wear my Santa hat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wear my black jeans. I don't know what jeans. It depends on what sweater I get. Yeah. Though I am tempted to try on those high-waisted jeans that i have that i said that like my goal was to fit in them comfortably Mm -hmm. because a lot of the time they're not comfortable to wear yeah um so i'm tempted i'm tempted to try those on now (laughs) but yeah so it'll be fun yeah it'll be fun yeah um even though like this time of year is kind of like a reminder that we don't have kids and it is kind of sad it is still like I we still look forward to this time of year because mm-hmm. of like we get to watch our movies and it's it's nice. We get we we pay special attention to bonding time, yes. like quality time together. Like you play less video games you because, you know, I want to watch Christmas movies. So you. Yeah. We watch movies together at night. Yes. And we eat cookies and get excited for sharing presents. Which wow. reminds me, I've been playing a new game. First, okay. before we get into that, I forgot. We moved my desk upstairs. We did. Yes. Yeah. So this past week, it got really cold in North Dakota. Like winter hit. Yes. Like winter hit a couple And this weeks is the ago first time snowed. we're facing winter in this new place. Yeah. We came in March of last year, which yes, was still winter in North Dakota, but it was like towards the end. Mm-hmm. It wasn't crazy windy. It didn't snow much after we moved in. Yeah. Um, but this is the beginning of winter. Like it was, it snowed a couple weeks ago here, 
But after that, it started to melt and it was not fully winter yet. Whereas this week, oh my gosh, temps were in like the single digits to like the teen digits. Yeah. It was cold and windy. And I was sitting at my desk, which was in the kitchen by like right in front of the window because I love to be near a window. But man, was that window drafty and my hands and rest of my body were really cold. Yes. <laughs> so we were like, well, what if we moved my desk upstairs to our bedroom? Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's try it. Yeah. And it was such a bitch to get it in there that we decided it's not moving whether we like it or not. Right. <laughs> um, But we got up there and it's really nice. It's nice and warm. We'll probably be having lunch up there because the temperature is so much warmer up there than it is in the living room. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I really like it up there and it's warm. And now we have a kitchen and we ordered a kitchen table. Yeah. Which is nice. I'm excited to have like a real table Yeah, in our kitchen. Because there's no desk in there anymore. Because there's no desk in there. So we have room in our kitchen to actually have a table, which is good. We're having a party for Hanukkah. And at, before that, we had nowhere to put everyone. Yeah. We were going to crowd around our coffee table before that. Mm-hmm. So now we have a table to actually eat at. Yeah. So that's Grown nice. ups. I need to get a new Christmas table runner because I think I got rid of it when we moved. Yeah. Pretty sure. Uh, I didn't see it can, in any stuff this year. You can look for it, but... No, I'm just going to buy a new one. I didn't really like that one anyway. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no. So, it's it's kind of wild this time of year. Oh, yeah. So, also, I am playing a new game. Yeah. By the way, this is the first new video game that I've purchased in, like, the new generation. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I have now purchased a new... I haven't purchased a new game in a long time besides like life is strange true colors yeah so there's that i don't really buy new games anymore so after tax this game so games are now 70 dollars, but after tax was 75 dollars, and i'm just like oh boy there's just something about that price tag like like before when it was 60 dollars, that was still high yeah there's something about 75 dollars i know for a game and I'm just like, oh, my God. Now, I, I pre-ordered this game, and I kept putting, like, deposits on it, you know? So, but, yeah. like, when the final receipt came out. Think about, that is three quarters of our weekly grocery bill. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. I'm just like, what? Anyways, so I got the Callisto Protocol. Mm-hmm. I like it so far. I've only played about an hour and a half so far. Maybe, like, an hour. Just about an hour. And, um... So reviews came out of this game. I I pre-ordered this game a while ago. I was very much looking forward to it. So it's Dead Space with a little bit more sci-fi. And it's made by the same producer from the original Dead Space. Yeah. uh, Glenn Schofield. I'm just, oh, my God. I I love Dead Space because it's a survival horror game in Mm -hmm. space with, like, weird creatures. And it's so violent, it's been banned in Japan. Yeah. So I was like, yes, please. So a day before it came out, um, reviews were coming out about it, and people were not liking this game at all. Reviewers were just like, oh, it's disappointing. It's such a heartbreak. Oh, it could have been so much better. Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, oh, crap, come on. Are you serious? And then I see what they're hating on. Oh, it's super linear. Which, if you don't play video games, linear means that, like, it's just a straightforward story. Like, it's guiding you to the next step. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's pretty much just saying, like, it, the way the map is made 
you're you only have one direction to go to linear versus open world you get to do whatever you want to do and i'm just like i want a linear game uh it's too short it's only 10 to 14 hours i'm like i i don't have a lot of time on my hands so yes that's that's great and it's just like oh it's like dead space but just a little bit too sci-fi i'm like i like sci-fi and it's like in the dodging system it's not that challenging i'm like i don't want to be challenged this sounds like my game yeah i played an hour and a half of it and i'm like i love this game so yeah. freaking much i love it i love callisto protocol so much yeah it and wasn't I'm, really something i wanted to watch with my breakfast yeah it's pretty <laughs> gruesome but um but it's, you were enjoying it it was so great because like um so there's like there's battles right where you yeah. have like this wrench behind your back and you're fighting these like alien, like zombie, yeah. weirdly designed uh, enemies. Yeah. And you're just like bashing them. They literally just appear out of the ground. They just appear like, yeah. like, like Floki does from Blankets. Yes. He goes like, Wah. but like, yeah. So like they come like, Wah. I'm like, oh yeah, you want to, you want to step, you want to step. And then you dodge them and you whack them with a wrench. And they're like, Wah. that was the first thing you, that's exactly what you were doing when I sat down, when I literally sat down with my coffee, you were beating up a zombie. I'm like, this is not something I need with coffee. Yeah. And then you <laughs> stomp on them to get their money. <laughs> like literally, they have, so you beat them and you go Wah-bah! and it's just like so gruesome and yeah. the sound design is just like not and that then, what i watch with my breakfast is any better i watch Grey's anatomy yeah <laughs> and and then when they're on the ground like the game tells you like hey why don't you step on it so that you can see what does it have in his pockets like literally it's like hey That's when very it, weird yeah like hey when a down enemy goes stomp on them and then sometimes they have a little treat inside and then you stomp on them and they have some money and I take their money. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. But like, here's the thing. Like, they say that like, oh, the dodge mechanics are so bad. Here's the thing I love the most about this game so much. Because there's so many games out there that are combat heavy. Mm-hmm. And they ask you to time your dodges. So with the left stick, like one of the joysticks, right? Um, With the left stick, you have to like do it at the right time. Like, mm-hmm. like. Flick it left when they're coming at you with a rights. So when they're coming in for a rights hook, right? Like you have to time it so well that you have to dodge it, right? This game, there's no parry time. And I'm like, are you for real? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, really? So all you have to do is like when you're in like a combat situation with a a zombie monster, Mm -hmm. all you have to do is hold it to the left. And when they swing at you, you will automatically dodge left Mm -hmm. but here's the caveat um when they come in for another swing put the left stick to the right at some points don't worry about timing just put it to the right because if you do left and then another left you won't dodge it right and then they'll hit you Mm. so like it you have to do like hold it to the left when you're in combat and then they swing at you and then immediately put your joystick to the right gotcha. so that if they hit you for a second time, you can dodge it again and then yeah. left. So you just have to hold it down. There's no like, okay, wait for my timing. You just move it over and wait. Yes. Gotcha. And I'm just like, yes, please. Mm-hmm. And it's linear. 
I, I don't have to figure out like, okay, where do I have to go? What, what am I exploring here? Mm-hmm. No, it's just like, Hey, go this way. Idiots. I'm like, I'm that idiot. It's, it's me. I'm the idiot. Um, I, Oh, and the graphics are so good. I love Callisto Protocol. So, yeah. so far, I love it. But the critics, critics and the internet hate this game. They hate it so much. They're just like, it's so stupid. I'm like, it is my dream game. Besides Ali Ali World. Like, yeah. like it, it, this is my dream game. Survival horror. And it's sci-fi. And mm-hmm. there's zombies that I don't have to dodge. It's It's perfect for me. But yeah, I'm playing the Callista Protocol, and my after an hour and a half, I'm yeah. really liking it. I'm preparing my heart to be disappointed later on this game because mm-hmm. everybody's like saying like it's such a heartbreak. It could have been better. I'm prepared for this game to disappoint me, but for mm-hmm. right now, I love it. I love yeah. it so much. But yeah, no, with your breakfast, not so great. Yeah, luckily I only have coffee, but it still was a bit much. Yeah, it's- or when I first woke up. It's pretty gruesome. Yeah. It is. Oh, I haven't gotten to my death scenes yet. And people say like, yeah, like there's some times where like they will actually split your head in half. Sometimes they'll like put nails through your eyes. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, it's I'm like, I want to see. I want to see. But yeah, so I. OK, so I also put it on easy mode. Yeah. Because right now I don't want to be challenged. You just want to play the game. Yeah. And then like once I play it through, I'll go back and play it on yeah. like a higher difficulty. Yeah. When you're ready for it. Yeah. When I'm ready for it. But like right now, I just want to explore the world and explore the story and just see what it's like. Uh, And then I'll go from there. You have a fuzz hanging off of your foot and the dog is really curious about it. That's what he's been staring at. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, anything quick to add? I baked cookies. You did bake cookies. I did bake cookies. and I sent them out. to my work. You did, and they liked them, and I was really happy. Yeah. Um, do you need more for tomorrow? No, probably not. Not bringing any tomorrow? No, I don't trust them. Okay. Um, but yeah, I made cookies, and they were really good. I made gingerbread cookies for the very first time, and I was scared I wouldn't like them. Because the dough was not good. Ah, you know what would have been perfect if, if I brought them to um, my last job? Yeah. Because it was just a bunch of 20-year-old girls. Yeah. Now it's like full-grown adults. Yeah. I didn't send... I never sent cookies with you before because at churches it was just you and like two other people. Yeah. And then at Gracie's, mm-hmm. they had a whole bakery counter. I wasn't sending baked goods to a place that had a professional baker there. Yeah. Pastry chef. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. She... She was very mad when he called it her baker. She's like pastry chef because she actually because she had a degree. Like she not went only to that, but she actually went to France. Oh, then yeah, yeah, she went to France and did her culinary studies in France. And so she's like pastry chef. She and then they were just like baker, pastry chef. Okay, exactly. I wasn't sending baked goods there. Yeah. Um. And then last year you just worked at a coffee stand. It's like you guys didn't have anywhere to put this stuff, and I didn't really think about it. Yeah. So this year I was like, I was going to send them to just one of your coworkers mm-hmm. because he's like our adopted son now. Yeah. Um, And then I felt bad. So I just sent you to, I gave you cookies for everyone. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but I made gingerbread cookies for the very first time. And, and you had gingerbread cookies for the very first time. I had them for the first time. I never had them before. Yeah. Um, And they're pretty good. Yeah. I didn't like the dough. I honestly thought I would hate it because the molasses smelled like ass. Yeah. 
don't like the smell of molasses. Also, I don't know who came up with the term slow as molasses, but that stuff is not slow. <laughs> it came out very fast. Yeah. Um, so don't I'm not using that term anymore because yeah. that's a stupid term. Uh, it's uh, also easy as pie. Pie is also not easy. Who came up with these freaking terms? I don't know. Molasses is fast. And I, pie is not easy. Unless we're eating it. It's very easy to eat pie. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but gingerbread cookies. I actually had the finished cookie. And it was really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Now, I made my spe- myself a special one that you never saw because I ate it before we got home. But I made myself a special one that I coated entirely. Like, I just dipped it, the front of it, in the icing. And the whole the whole cookie was covered in icing. Not the back, but the front was all icing and sprinkles. Um, yeah. And I ate it last night. And it was really good, covered in icing. Jeez. Um, and then I made, also made myself a special Christmas tree one that I cut myself. Mm-hmm. Cause it was bigger and I ate that as well. Yeah. Um, and then I had a tractor cookie. So, but all my cookies turned out really well. I'm really happy with myself. Cause I think back to our very first Christmas and those sugar cookies had a lot of flour. Yeah. Like those sugar cookies were so bad. Jeez. They were more biscuits than cookies. Um, American biscuits. Yeah. Um, they weren't, they were okay. They still tasted good. They were just sugary biscuits though. Mm-hmm. Um, so how far I've come that I made really good sugar cookies, really good gingerbread cookies and average chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. I did add a little bit of cocoa powder to the cookies though, to the chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. and they're pretty good. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy with my cookies. I almost made more today because I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I made cookies, and I'm going to eat more when we're done, because mm-hmm. I want cookies, and I've been waiting all day for my cookies. I think it's a good time to end this episode, though. Okay. Yeah. So, um, stop telling us to have kids, because we're trying. <laughs> We've been working on it. And this time of year is not great to Don't be tell hearing. anyone to have kids this time of year, because you don't know what they're dealing with. Yeah. So, there's that. And then also, the um, for the first annual... I mean annual. I'm going to do one every single <laughs> year. Um, but the first annual Castle Garden Christmas special will be coming out before Christmas. Like, I I have confidence I can do it this yeah, week. Yeah, absolutely. If not this week, it'll be the weekend of Hanukkah. Yeah. I'm not trying to knock lo-fi people like, oh, it's not that hard. Oh, it's not that hard. Like I showed you the process yeah. of like how to make lo-fi music and it's just, it's not that hard, but in the, the way I'm doing it, I'm like, I can do this. I can straight up do this. Yeah. And I think it's easier because I've made an EP now. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm super confident now. Yeah. But yeah, so that's going to come out pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be five songs and it's going to come out before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, will it will it come out Christmas Eve? Maybe. There's a possibility. Yeah. But um, yeah, until that time, uh, be on the lookout. And um, I don't know. Rest easy. Jesus loves you. Uh, be kind to one another. Toodles.